Oh, how do you start off, get me laughing, then hit the button? Like I was like, it's all about it's all about genuine reactions, and usually nobody's in the chat at this point, anyways. But guess what though? The red light is on, and tonight is another one of those nights. That's right. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, take a step into club intellect because it's going to be a pate. We have two very special guests joining us tonight as we discuss the latest and greatest in pro wrestling. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show because I promise you. The shenanigans shall commit. Let's get it. Drums, please. This is how we do Soak it in. Ooh. Welcome to the Wrestling Round Now podcast, where we take a deeper dive into the world of professional wrestling. Now, you can watch all of our Wrestling Realm content anytime on youtube.com slash wrestling realm. I am your host, the realness himself. He is your host, Brother Hugh Has the Third, A to the A to the S, T to the A to the E, 3 to the R, to the D. And he is your host, Brandon the Guy guy the belt king himself and last but not least brian h waters that's right hollywood brian h the man the myth the legend you can follow us on all social media platforms instagram threads twitter x whatever you want to call it and facebook at russell rum like subscribe and engage in a conversation with us and you can stream all of our audio content on anchor stitcher Podbean, pocket cast apple podcast bye Spotify and Google Podcasts. Watch and subscribe to our Twitch channel at the Wrestling Realm. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's all good though. But by right, I had, as long as we get all the information, I think it's okay, right? Mm-hmm. Speaking of information, if you want to support the Wrestling Realm, you want to dress like the Wrestling Realm, you want to buy our very own Wrestling Realm merchandise, head over to WrestlingRealm.com. That's right, t-shirts, hats, mugs, and more. You can purchase your proud wrestling fan t-shirt. You can purchase your Jack Daddy Brian H workout shirt. You can even go back and get the 10th anniversary celebration t-shirt. All at wrestlingroom.com. Guess what? It's breezy outside, so it's it's almost hoodie season. So if you need a hoodie, head over to wrestlingroom.com and get the latest and greatest in wrestling realm merchandise. But guess what? For all exclusive shows and bonus material, patreon.com slash wrestling underscore realm that's right there's a lot of things we can't say on the air. a lot of things that we write about brian h does an excellent job brian h just starts realness reacts is up and running yes it is coming very soon not to mention wrestling figures wednesdays and all type of all things that i'm trying to revive and keep patreon alive trust me there's so much more to come i think we need like a show where we just start talking about all the heat that we have with other promotions and uh wrestling shows <laughs> but guess what all that will be on patreon.com slash wrestling underscore realm you can subscribe for just as low as a dollar. We have how many tiers we have, Brian H? Three? Is it two? Uh, I think it's three. One, five, ten. Yeah, three. Well, we got a twenty dollars tier, but we got to add to that. Well, there you go. We're gonna uh, continue to build our Patreon.com. But for those who are looking for the exclusive shows and bonus material, including did, did we did we put our uh our blooper reel on on Patreon? Nah, 
Oh no, it is done, ain't it? I, I watched it's, it. It's, it's done. It's been, <laughs> it's it's been like four there. years done. But yes, patreon.com slash wrestling underscore realm. That's where you can find out. Like I said, all of our exclusive shows and bonus material. But guess what, though? If you're looking to purchase tickets to concerts, live shows, sport events, and more, save yourself $20 on Orioles playoff tickets. There That's you right. go. <laughs> Use promo code Wrestling Rum. That's right. If you have not used this code before, do yourself a favor. Save yourself $20 when you use promo code Wrestling Rum. That is SeatGeek.com. If you've never used this promo code before, guess what? It is available to you. Wrestling Rum. Save yourself a couple of dollars off these tickets because guess what? Inflation is real. Prices are high. Things have been going down. But guess what? The Rum is here to help you save a few dollars here and there. So that's right. One more time at SeatGeek.com. Save yourself $20 off those Orioles playoff tickets. Using yes, our promo code Russell Round. Go ahead, Brian H. I was gonna say this Saturday, one o'clock p.m. Eastern time in Baltimore. But guess what? You can also save money on other things. If you're in Baltimore and you're trying to do the double header, you want to go to the concert, then you want to hit up the Billy Joel concert. You can save money there. Just use a different email address and get somebody else to buy that ticket for you. Um, but you can also save if you're elsewhere. If you want to go see the Philadelphia Phillies, if you want to see the Los Angeles Dodgers, if you want to see the Atlanta Braves, if you want to see uh, who's that other team? Oh yeah, that dirty team down in Houston. Uh, you know any team anybody especially the ravens use the promo code that's right brian just gave you all that free game and yes this is an international national thing the, the wrestling room promo code is a national thing we, we, we're we are from where we're from but we're not biased to the rest of you fans so do yourself a favor save yourself twenty dollars seatgeek.com use promo code <laughs> promo code wrestling room since they have now nah, listen, listen. They, they're here to see it because we got special guests today. But yeah. before we get to before we get to our special guest, let's talk about the man, the myth, the legend, the belt king, Brandon, the guy, guy, and the new latest hottest show on the Rustin Realm YouTube channel, Championship Cross, <laughs> brother Brandon. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> oh man. Oh, <laughs> we have we have guests today. Please, everybody behave. Trust me, we're trying to get up. <laughs> well, who kicked it off? Tell him good evening to jump. Uh, jump, Gumps. Good evening, Gumps. But listen, <laughs> championship culture this week, brother Brandon. Tell the people what we talked about. So last week we um wanted to highlight a maker that I received a couple belts from mm -hmm. from artistic championship belts, mm -hmm. very affordable very high quality it actually put you know me in a different perspective where i thought a belt was pretty good then i got a hold of one of these belts and i was like no this is really good so <laughs> checks a lot of the good boxes i highlighted and i did something different this time in the pictures when i showed the belt i showed some of the pre-pictures that people don't really get to see so if you get a chance after you watch a wrestling realm now podcast going over to the wrestling realm page there's a whole playlist, but if you look at the last show, you'll see, even in the picture, I gave you a little preview. That's how the belt looks before it gets gold-plated and things like that, but I had some footage of that, too. So check it out, because remember, every belt has a story, and I cannot wait to hear yours. That's, that's right, ladies oh, and gentlemen. wow. Bars. YouTube.com uh, <laughs> slash Wrestling Realm. Check out the Championship <laughs> Culture Playlist. Brother Fam in the building. Look, people are filling in. They they listen. Yeah, they come and see the people that we brought into the mix. Mm -hmm. 
But uh, yes, youtube.com slash wrestling realm. Check out the championship culture playlist where you can catch up on all the previous shows that Brother Brandon and Brother Hugh have produced as far as championship culture. Trust me, if you're a belt person, if you love championship belts or you want to learn more about championship belts, especially replicas, the differences between uh, belt makers here and there. Trust me, that is the show you want to listen to. With that being said, it's called championship culture. Championship. I just. I'm going to get my shirt. I'm just. Saying, it's called. If you if you missed the name of the show, it's called Championship Culture. Every Tuesday, 8 p.m. Where can they get that shirt though? This shirt. Oh, he, he did that on purpose. Corona. He did huh? that on purpose. Right. <laughs> Coming soon to the wrestling room store in colors that will be in line with it. But a custom shirt. You might have to talk to Hollywood about that one, and then he wow. might call you and directly. You know, if you ordered a Jack Daddy shirt. Maybe we can work out some kind of special with that. But Hollywood. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Oh boy. Um, I think y'all funny. You gotta Listen, love it. This is what we're here to do, man. And guess what? Today we got one of the craziest uh renditions of the Rustin Rum Now podcast parties because we have our guests backstage. They are waiting to come in. But you know, every time we have guests, as you can see, we're in Club Intellect tonight, as you see the background. Mm-hmm. The realness has to step aside, and DJ Wheezy Wee has to start getting herself ready. Because <laughs> I'm ready to spin on the one and twos. I'm ready to spin on the one and twos. Well, apparently, Brother Hughes in here twice. Hey, man, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, why Brother Hughes trying to get himself situated as far as his technical? It's time for us to get ready and set the mood because today we had two special guests and they are here to make a blockbuster announcement. If you did not see their Twitter feed, if you did not watch their promo video, absolute fire. Brother Hughes in? Okay. Listen, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to drop the track. You ready? I'm ready to spin the ones and twos. Uh, so what I'm- he got for us today because we never know. We listen, never know. Listen to me. When I say it's time to party. It's time to party. It's difficult because I got these shades. I got to read their bio. Here we go. Ready? Because mm-hmm. when, when when I heard about this tandem, this tag team <laughs> making a comeback, I said, yo, it's only appropriate that tonight we honor them the correct way. Dylan yeah, you re- you, you marked out in the group chat. Listen, I hope he's I hope he's ready to party. Y'all ready? Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sir. Don't call it a comeback. Ladies and gentlemen, after a hiatus as left fans eagerly awaiting their return, the mixed tag show with Jenna and Blue are back and better than ever. That's right. Jenna and Blue, the dynamic duo of wrestling commentary, have rekindled their passion for this sport and are once again embracing a podcast world with their presence. With Jenna's expert insights into in-ring action and Blue's witty analysis, the duo brings a fresh and exciting perspective to the wrestling podcast scene, all while amplifying African-American and Latino voices within the community. During the hiatus, Jenna and Blue took the time to recharge their creative energies and explore new avenues, ensuring that they return with a renewed vigor for delivering top-notch content. Their podcast is not just a show. It's a vibrant community where wrestling enthusiasts gather to share their love for the sport. Listeners can expect lively discussions on the latest wrestling news, memorable matches, and exclusive interviews with industry insiders, all wrapped up in the infectious energy that only Jenna and Blue can provide. This is the truth because we were on their show. Trust me. 
as they step back into the ring of podcasting. Jenna and Blue invite fans old and new to join them on a thrilling new journey to the world of foul drivers, suplexes, and unforgettable moments. The Mixed Tag Show with Jenna and Blue promises an electrifying podcasting experience, capturing the essence of what makes wrestling a beloved spectacle worldwide, while also championing the African-American Latino voices within the wrestling community. Get ready to tag in and enjoy the ride. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome to the Rustin Realm Now podcast party, Jenna and Blue, the Mixed Tag Show in the <laughs> building. Welcome to Club Intellect. This is what we do. We like to celebrate our guests and we like to have a good time. So we wanted to bring you on and say thank you for giving us your first interview back as as you guys re-enter the wrestling podcast space and in, 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 in this larger wrestling community that we have. It's such an honor to have you on our show. We've been trying to do this for a while, and, and, and we're just so, so elated to be able to return the favor to you all for that's happening on your show a few years ago. So, everybody, welcome to Mixed Tech Show. Jenna and Blue, how you guys feeling today? Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amazing. Feeling, feeling good. You got me pumped, excited to do this, because I wasn't really ready and excited to work with this guy. But, you know, now we now we feeling, you know, I'm feeling it. <laughs> Hey, hey. Uh, she continue to hate. I miss you, buddy. Come on, stop. Miss you too. Oh, no, no, no. I love it. I love this it. Is the best part of the show is shenanigans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't know if you guys noticed or not, and I don't know if you can realize that, but there's the fa- the chat is going insane. Welcome you all back to this space. So we're appreciate not the, we we are not the only ones who appreciate what you guys have done, what you bring to the table, and, and just the the space that you have carved out for yourselves in the IWC and in the podcast wrestling community. So I just wanted to like, make sure that you understood, like, this is like, first, we have a lot of people like watching us right now. And it has a lot to do with the fact that you guys are officially back. I wish we had the footage of the announcement you guys made on Twitter, which was fire. Cause you know, that's, that's how we got started with promos. And when I saw it, I said, holy cow. I said, they're back and I, I i at first i was like wait a minute i was trying to figure out what was going on but you know me black people i, I mind my business I ain't gonna ask any questions, you know, um you guys have both done so much and you've been doing things while you're away but um we want to give the world an opportunity to know exactly who jenna and blue is from the mixed tag show so go ahead and introduce yourselves um and just talk about who you guys are where you come from and just tell us a little bit more about the mixed tag show and uh and what's been going on why you guys took a hiatus and why you guys have decided to return Go ahead, ladies first. Go ahead, go ahead. You got it. Well, I'm Jenna. Those of you who don't know, um, follow me at Miss Jenna Baby, B A Y B E. Um, a little bit about myself. Been a huge wrestling fan since, as far as I can remember, since I was seven, what seven, eight years old. And you know, over time, as as you get older, the love is there, and the love isn't there. And I think to answer your question in regards to the hiatus, I think. At that point, the love wasn't necessarily there. I don't know. I don't know if I'm speaking for both of us or just, you know, if it's just me. But I felt like I had to take a step back and just enjoy other things. So that's that's more so my reasoning in regards to the hiatus. 
Yeah, same here. Uh, I've been watching I, my first memory of wrestling was when I was three years old. Like, I remember Survivor Series 1990. Like, that was the first memory I have of wrestling. Oh, you're um, going so, in? Oh, okay. My fault. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, wrestling always been it. Um, in terms of like the, the hiatus, like she said, it just wasn't there. Like, for me, like, I just, after the, a while, I, it was a struggle <laughs> at one point, like just to like have that same feeling for it. Um, especially if, like uh, as most people knows that at least from the past year, I always say I don't watch much WWE anymore. Um, it's like certain things to be transparent. The situation with Big E just like rubbed me so wrong. <laughs> like and Jenna would tell you, like when that stuff happened with Big E, I was like, man, not Big E. Like <laughs> you know what I mean? And um, and the things with the women and stuff like that. It was just like with Mercedes and, and Trinity. It was just like. All right, <laughs> I need a break. <laughs> um, I need to find my passion again. But it's not like she said; it was just it wasn't there for a bit, so we just took a, a break. And just be honest, life happens too, you know. Um, we did that show for three years, un unstopped, like nonstop for three years. We just did it. Um, and oh, 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 we know y'all used to be on the grind. <laughs> between skits, shows, and, and and going to events and and doing the 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 merch stuff for WWE, it was just a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we just had to take it back. Like, all right, let's take a break. Um, and we knew it was always going to come back, so that's why everything always stayed intact. We always, I guess, what has been a little over a year. We always keep in contact. It may not have, it may not have been as frequent. Because I guess, like with the podcast, it really kept like it, the glue in regards to us. But we always, like you, like Blue mentioned, we always knew we were gonna come back. And the same thing for me. Every a lot of people may know me that I'm a big advocate for women's wrestling, and obviously a huge uh, Mercedes fan, formerly known as Sasha Banks. So when that whole thing happened with her and Trinity, I was like, I, I kind of have to take a step back. So, but. I still have my eye on wrestling. It wasn't necessarily like watching it like religiously like we used to, but it was still, you know, if I if I caught something here or tuned into a pay-per-view or a, a premium live event, excuse me. Um just trying to, <laughs> just basically still try to keep it being the know. Jenna, I feel like you popped out when Mercedes yeah. um made her debut. Like I feel like I was looking at the timeline because I knew, like, I obviously put two and two together. I was like, I know how much, you know, you love her. You know, you came on uh, Break It Down with Brian H. And, you know, that episode did gazillion numbers, uh, thanks to you. With uh, the Sasha crew, you, you brought them to the uh, channel. And I watched, like, you on the timeline. And I was like, oh, yeah, there she go. Because I knew you was, going, you was not going to go without uh, putting your girl over. So, but I felt like that I, I would see you come back here and there. Yeah, and I, it like that was the pull that kept me a little bit still. Let me interact, and I'm still here. Type mm -hmm. thing. But yeah, for sure, when the whole thing happened with her and Trinity, it it not only was it was frustration on like on my end, and I'm assuming a bunch of her, of their fans in the sense of booking and being mistreated. It, it, I really didn't have anything that resonated for me. So I had to, again, like you mentioned, life got, you know, gets in the way and had to take a step back and see what other passions I had and and explore that. But it definitely, for sure, you know, I'm always going to, 
Mercedes pops up somewhere. It's like, all right, I'm, I'm still here. I feel you. I feel you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. No, I think that's a. I think that's very important. It's a, it's a key um, thing that you you guys kind of mentioned is that you kind of it shows that you have your priorities in order. You know what I mean? Understanding that the, the uh, work life balance is um, it's it's very crucial. It's very key and it's very necessary. So I, honestly, I I commend you all for you know being honest about where you were and just being being you know very transparent about your passions and kind of uh what led to the uh hiatus that everybody was kind of questioning but like i say you know people was respectful and kind of you know staying in their own lane and not asking too many questions but i i along with so many others are more than happy that you are back so tell the people a little bit about the mixed tag show and how you guys first kind of got together and uh you know what you know what kind of makes the mixed tag show what it is let me tell you personally when i first saw you two i was i I always, when I, I used to tell Brandon, it's always like uh, shows that kind of had that same attitude towards their media, the same way they watch wrestling, right? So, like, you guys are entertaining as heck. The chemistry is off the charts. And it was all these entertainment values that you guys just weren't ranting about wrestling. You guys knew when to put skits in. You knew how to, like I say, e- even your comeback video. Like I said, I, I wish we had the video we could, so we could show it. But it's just like I watch these, these people in this media space have the mind of pro wrestlers except they're applying it to their craft which i think is dope because that's what we try to do everything we're doing is because we literally can't physically get in the ring right now you know um we've we've, we've tried brian h had, had almost had a run brian h almost had a run and uh so so you know this is this is kind of our opportunity and even like even with all these belts you know you have the belt king and stuff like that like this is I walk around my house with this randomly but it, I don't have I don't need a reason I just feel like a champion one day and I just walk around with it so we, we kind of have those moments but I see those same elements in your show like you guys have always done that which is why I'm like man it's it's fun to watch you guys and even the conversations you guys have and how you go back and forth is it's almost second to none so tell 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 the people a little bit about uh, as if they don't already know you but just for those uh that may be new viewers or new fans about the mixed tag show, how you guys came together and you talked about your hiatus. Now, how'd you guys originally start and um, kind of turn, you know, what, what was a show into a full blown brand? Uh, let's see if I still have this. <laughs> it's been a while since I tried to explain this story. Um, also the video I sent it to Brian. I don't know if it's too late to, you know, I'm trying to convert it. Yeah. You know, string I'll be on there. <laughs> yeah. We'll, but, we'll uh, figure it out. Uh, we basically got together. I slid in her DMs respectfully, <laughs> not the way people would think. I pop every time I hear him tell that story. Respectfully, I slid in her DMs. Uh, <laughs> nah, so I, I come from a radio background. I did High 97 for a good two and a half years. I did uh, online radio. I've been I did radio for at least for like six years between high 97 all the other stuff so i always wanted to do podcasting i did podcasting before things of that nature but i always had this idea of doing uh a male and female show um because i knew that that voice is you know lacking in the industry especially a black female at that a black woman at that so i was always on the hunt i'm like i gotta find somebody to be a good co-host that she knows what she's talking about 
you know, that's into the product, da, 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 da. And I'm a big, you know, Mercedes mark as well. Um, I'm, not, I'm not as popular as my co-host here, but, <laughs> you know, I always, you know, stalk Sasha from the far, like, yo, that's bad. That's tough. Like, I remember, sidebar, I remember the first time I seen Sasha live, and I was like, yo. Huh? I said, you can't call her bae no more, huh? Yeah, no, I got married, you know, so I can't do that. But, you know what I mean? So I was going to fit. Um, and then... Sorry, at the t- I, had to check, I had to check my boyfriend's list. Oh, good. <laughs> it happens. You forget sometimes, you know? Like, <laughs> don't forget. Don't forget. <laughs> but nah, so I seen uh, Mercedes posted her up in the story one time. So I looked at the background, like, that look like, you know, New York. I bet. Let me see. What she about the dust did, and I saw it. I hit her like, Yo, I got this idea, but she didn't believe me. So, All right, whatever, she, you know what I mean? Which I don't blame her. Well, go ahead, this is what you jump in at. Go ahead, okay? I'll jump in before you even, before you even approach me in regards to the idea about the podcast. People who follow me, follow me know that I'm a huge sports fan in general. So, and one of my favorite teams are the Golden State Warriors. So. Lou felt, which was smart because, you know, as a woman and a guy sliding in your DMs, you don't know how, which way it's going to go. So he started talking to me about basketball. And I'm a firm believer about manifesting and affirming because prior to that, I used to work at Chase um, as a banker. And a lot of people kept telling me, like, oh, you know, you have a dope voice. It sounds like something you to be on the radio or something. So the wheels started turning. I'm like, no, I should do a podcast. But I felt it would be better to, you know, have a back and forth as opposed to doing it by myself. So I had put that out there already, right? So again, affirming and manifesting that, that's how I feel Blue was brought into that situation. So he approached me about just sports and then then he slowly started pitching to me the idea. And at first I was like a little skeptical because again, I don't know this dude, right? <laughs> you know. So but then we got into an argument, which that's pretty much, <laughs> that's been our friendship over the past, what, X amount like, of years? Like yeah, five we've years argued, now? Like, we've chilled out tremendously in, in regards to arguing. But we, we were arguing about, I think about the Attitude Era, who started it. So while, while mid-argument, I was like, you know what, this might be a good idea, actually. And especially his, with his background, it made sense. Like, I ain't, I ain't got to do the work. I just got to show up. And he'll, he'll do all the editing and whatnot. So um, it was a perfect match. And and we just yeah, from there. We linked up. We went to, what was it, Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo Wild Wings. And we just started mapping out stuff. And he was, he was the one that actually came up with the idea of, like, let's do skits to bring awareness or eyes to what we're trying to do. And never in our wildest dreams did we think, like, not only us dropping skits or promos would get the attention of the WWE shop, like, instantly, which was yeah. insane, right? Normally, yeah, we, yeah, we did, deal, we got, we started working with them before we even dropped the episode of right. the podcast. Right. <laughs> Normally, things like that. I didn't, I didn't even know that, though. That's the crazy part. Yeah. yeah. It happened real, like, real quick. Um, the person that used to work there, hit me up and from then we just wound up having a dope working relationship we did um wrestlemania for new orleans we did the skit for them that was the yeah. first thing we did was the, the new orleans wrestlemania and again yeah. that was before we even dropped the episode like yeah and then <laughs> what and then when they when wrestlemania wound up being in uh new york new jersey we did a whole campaign with them and, and dropped yeah. it 
that. So like, again, these are things that happen, what, maybe a year or two in, into it before that, all that to like transpire immediately. Yeah. It blew our mind. So. No, that, that is dope. I think that's a, it's such a crazy story, but it's fitting. Uh, real quick, I have, I have two more questions, but I, I didn't got the video. Oh, you do? Okay, so Brian has a video. I'm going to ask you two more important questions, and then we're going to talk a little bit of wrestling, because I promise you we're not trying to keep you long, but this is this. But I need I need to know this. Based on that argument you guys first had that, that caused you to be a tag team in the first place, who 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 said... Let me, let me ask Jenna, ladies first. Jenna, who did you say started the Attitude Era? And Blue, who did you say started the Attitude Era? I'm trying to remember our, the exact argument. Who, who you, you said... said Stone Cold. You said Stone Cold. I said Stone Cold, and you said... And I said DX. Yeah. <laughs> in oh, hindsight, boy. in hindsight, mm-hmm. I can see, you know, his points are valid, but mm-hmm. I feel like at the time I was like, what, 27, 28, and I was like, what are you talking about? And, you know, not even trying to hear his point, but right. I was more so, I feel like, I feel like Austin carried it. Yeah, Austin carried it, right, and brought it to a level that no one ever seen right when it came to wrestling at the time but again in hindsight when blue said dx it is true they they started they were edgier right once like dx started doing their promos and stuff like that no that's that's, that's a good argument though this that's that's when you should have known you guys were gonna have a fire show that if you get into arguing about that you know you're dealing with two proud true through and through wrestling fans see let's see nevada jumped in out of like what well, does it count when uh mcmahon first made the announcement we know you're tired of the normal passing professional wrestling. Who knows? But that's that's but, not but no, nah, but see here's the thing. Why did he make that announcement? Because Triple H and Shawn Michaels went to him and said that things needs to change. Bret Bret Hart was mad about it. So hey, I'm 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 not just I'm glad you guys came to a compromise about that question. But before we finish out uh getting the story of the mixed tag, we have the promo, it's uploaded. So we're about to play it real quick, ladies and gentlemen. This is exactly what I was talking about. When I saw it, I flipped out. I, I got Brian they sent me the uh, text like, yo, you're not gonna believe this. I'm like, what are you talking about? And then I saw the promo and I was like, they're back. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you have not seen the promo, the return promo from the from the mixed tag show, uh here it is right now. We're gonna play it right now. Here we go. Oops, my bad, Brian. It's quit. Oh, my fault. I, th- I think we hit it at the same time. How do you not get hyped off of that? <laughs> that was kind of fire. If y'all if y'all listening on Apple, because if you're watching or if you're on Spotify, you can actually watch it. But if you listen on Apple, go back and watch it on YouTube. Yes. You gotta okay. do yourself justice. You have to see, see this promo. I saw that. I was like, yo, that's what the heck I am talking about, man. That's that's exactly like I said, one of the things that kind of captivated me personally, because you know, Brian Ace's favorite line is, "Oh, Dwayne's never impressed with anything," and it's nope, true. That is true. That is true. So, thing. Absolutely so, true. So when something comes across, I was like, "Oh man!" So I, I just, I can't, I can't hold back my excitement. So you talked about why you guys took a hiatus. You guys talked about uh, how the show originated, where it, where it came from, and, and how you guys got to be to the point of where you are now. Now, the million-dollar question that everybody wants to know, 
and Brian H is gonna he's the, the, the social media guru is gonna this is the clip that we want to go viral is why did you guys finally decide that now was the right time to return to the wrestling podcast space uh I'll go first um one of the reasons why I decided like what well, we well, decided one of the reasons why I w- uh one of the reasons why we decided to come back like i said we always said i was gonna come back and um it was just a matter of when we've we honestly we've discussed it throughout the year like all right 2023 got a big comeback like we we knew it had to be this year um and it's just one of those things where we never really stepped away from wrestling because you know wrestling is always in your blood like you always like if you've seen our instagram we've been at shows you know what i mean we've been to AEW shows uh WWE shows whatever case may be um we still watched it from afar uh now is more so of we have opinions again (laughs) you know what I mean (laughs) like the spark is starting again and for me personally I don't like sharing my thoughts on on Twitter because it just could go left (laughs) so I just stopped sharing thoughts on Twitter and the podcast was always a safe space for me to share my thoughts and feelings on wrestling without having to worry about offending anybody or caring about anything like that. And then, you know, arguing with this girl over here, um, cause she's sometimes wrong or, or always wrong. Um, I'm sorry. That is never the case. Um, so, you know, I, I feel it's time for me to start proving myself right again. You know, how about this you, Jenna? woman respect me, damn it. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's one of the reasons on my side. I know she has her own reasons. Well, for me, I like he like Lou mentioned. We the idea was to always come back, but again, life gets in the way. But I I I think I was motivated by you know our peers, you guys, those wrestling girls, and I, the list can go on and on and on just to see yeah. how everybody is really doing their thing and. I miss that. I miss that 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 space where you can be creative and just network with good people and vibe with good people. So I that that I think for me, outside of the idea that we were always gonna come back, but it was just the the driving force just to see, like I said, y'all you know, be in that space again, being able to collaborate. Right. At one point, you know. You know, seeing my boyfriend doing his content and constantly just doing it and doing it and, and, and you know, and him pushing me, like, we should get back to doing it. So it was just a matter of time for all of us to sit here and say, for us to just come back and dabble with wrestling again. Yeah. It's about no, damn time. Bro, In my LeBron James voice. Yo, that's dope. About damn time. I, I can't, I can't, like I said, man, it's like, if you didn't know, buddy, Oh, you didn't know? You better call somebody. <laughs> I watch some of our old ep- uh, episodes. <laughs> oh, man. So, so usually we wait to the end of this, but like, let's just throw it in now. Uh, tell the people where they can find you, man. Because at this point, here's what I'm assuming this is happening. A lot of people are getting re-familiar with, with uh, who you guys are. And for those that are not familiar with it, they're trying to figure out, wait a minute, like, they're putting this, this, this mixed tag group. They've already seen your chemistry. They've already seen your promo work. They know what you're about at this point. Now they want to see more. Where can they find you um, so, so they can catch up on all of your previous shows and, and people can kind of enjoy the show for, for what it was and get excited about what's to come. Well, the easiest place for people to watch our shows would be on YouTube at, at the Mixed Tag Show. Um, 
on our personal pages on Twitter and Instagram. You can follow me at Miss Jenna Baby B A Y B E E. I'll be honest with you, <laughs> I'm not as active as I used to be a few years ago. But you know, if you want to see this face and all this greatness, that's where you can follow me. Yeah, you also you can follow me at Blue Magic Grind, Spell High Sound. Uh, of course, you can follow us at the Mixed Tag Show. I do something called For Your Wear. If you want to follow me there as well, that's a that's a that's, <laughs> that's where you can catch me at. That's an excellent transition because you've been busy, sir. Yeah. Uh, right. it, uh, I want the world to understand what's been going on. It's we Blue has been in the space. You know, but he's been in the space in a different way. He has embarked on something very entrepreneurial. It's something that's very unique. And if you don't mind, could you speak on exactly what you have been doing in this space, Blue? Because when I first saw it, I was like, oh, this is about to be the pluralities of like media and podcasts and shows <laughs> and stuff like that. And I was like, man, nobody's no, exact for the culture. And, and nobody has cornered that market. And the fact that you have embarked on that part of the journey, I was like, you know, as, as a fellow designer, I'm like, man, this is, and, and, and Brandon got to, he's up there quiet in the corner, but he does, he does, he's in a similar space as well. So I was like, wait a minute, what is this man up to for us? So go ahead and speak on uh, for your way and let the people know what you've been doing since you've been out because you, you've been, you've, you've kept quite busy. Yeah. I mean, it was one of those things with the pandemic again, brings you different things that you didn't know what you could do. Um, I needed shirts for uh, when my wife was pregnant for our baby shower, did shirts. And I was like, hey, this is pretty cool. I enjoy doing this. And then um, fast forward to a year later, um, I was doing, for, for a while, I was just doing custom shirts for like friends, family, whatever case may be. Then fast forward a year later, uh, a particular brand kind of went down. Um, and it was supposed to be for the people, but they really wasn't for our people, so to speak. Um, so that kind of like hurt their brand. And then I was like, you know, that's an empty space that I feel like we should fill in. So that's when I just turned Foyer Wear into a merchandise and fulfillment company for podcasters, promotions, and indie wrestlers, um, and just wrestlers in general. Um, so from there, I just decided to move forward with that. And uh, this past July, made it a year. It's crazy. The first thing when I did was the Mercedes shirt, and then the Trinity shirt, and then I just like, I just flipped this into fulfillment center, fulfillment company, and it's been a year now. Bro, that's that's actually amazing. How has it been, man? Hold on, time. We gotta get it. Get, we gotta get this man a round of applause for that, man. We gotta hold on. Hit the button. There it is, right there. There it is. Brandon's got it. Gotta get a man a round of applause for that, man. I think that's a very very entrepreneurial of you, and I think it's smart for you to do so. But um, yeah, it was also honestly, it was it was one more thing I forgot to mention is that mm-hmm. like me and Jenna, we did we try to sell merch on like other sites and stuff like that. But every time we try to sell shirts, we wasn't really filling the cuts. <laughs> so to speak, mm-hmm. like the That's profits of it. That is the drawback, yes. Um, we like we aware. felt like you know it was our brand, but you know other people was making money off of our brand. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was another part of it was like, all right, I wanted to create a system where the the wrestlers and the podcasters benefited most from the profit. Like it's your brand, it's your audience, so you should make more than what the company is making. So that was another drawing drawing fact for the factor in my in my position. No, that makes a lot of sense. It definitely does. But um, man, we uh, we put up a lot of information. Hold on, let me see this. Make sure this isn't blurry. It's it's a little bit blurry, but is is all this information correct? Yep. Okay, so there you go. It's um, it's sorry for you know if for those who are it's watching. fine, they can read it. Okay, I, I, I figured so, but I just you know we like to it's all sure. the same thing. Mixed tag show, just you know, Twitch, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. 
I love when everything line up. It's so much easier. Copy right. paste, isn't it? <laughs> so we got to put TikTok up there. We want to make we want TikTok now. The next actual underscore TikTok kind of weird. Well, are we on TikTok? Okay, we're on TikTok too. Yeah, we on TikTok. I got to put some of our skits. I got to see which one Jenna still likes. Wow. <laughs> So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's all the information for mix. And we'll, we'll put this back up towards the end of the show. But now it's time to get into the question and answer portion of the segment and um, ask you guys a few questions. I know I know the brothers probably want to ask you some personal questions, some things about them that uh, that um, they want to ask you in regards to what you guys do. And we're going to talk a little bit of wrestling. See, hopefully, like I said, we're not, not trying to keep you guys too long because it's fooling around with us, man. We burn the midnight oil, oil, brother. Burn the midnight oil. So, yeah, she got work early, early in the morning. I'm yeah, good. See, see, see gotta, I'm, a, I'm a nighter. See, we gotta be, <laughs> we gotta be considerate. So, brothers, anybody want to hop in? Anybody got any questions for, uh, for Jenner or Blue? Uh, the mixed tag show. If, if you guys have any questions, that's not the, we need to change that. We need to be blue and Jenna. It's always been Jenna and blue. I figured you such. I say such a Jenna. No, I'm I'm the star of the show. I'm the better looking of the show. It just makes blue. sense that it is. I'm the first. <laughs> that's, that's wild. This is, this is what they do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if, if, anybody want to jump in? Got, got any questions for Jenna and Blue? The mixed tag show. Like I say, if you have any questions in the comments or you're watching, please put them in the chat and we will try to get through them as uh, quickly as possible. But uh, anybody, anybody want to jump? They in? sound like Brandon. Froze. My chat froze. I can't see nothing no more. Yeah, I don't know. I was trying to see. I didn't restart it. YouTube and everything on my end. I don't know. It's just like it just stopped. You guys burnt the chat up. Yeah. <laughs> I guess what it was. Well, I'm gonna jump in. Uh, blue Jenna, Jenna Blue. Um, when <laughs> he's such a diplomat, you see how I did that? You got to keep everybody happy. He's such a gracious host. We got to have somebody civilized on the show. Thank you, Brian. Yeah, so, like, I, I want to know, um, y'all, what was the first wrestling show that y'all attended together? Um, uh, when y'all started launching a podcast, and what was that experience like? And was you, um, and also. Yeah, so I'll just go there. What was the first wrestling show that y'all attended together? Because the reason why I asked is because now y'all working together and y'all get to like really and in- see if y'all can actually enjoy wrestling together. Because like if y'all go on our Patreon, you can see like at one time I went on a show with somebody that I was working with at the time and realized we can't enjoy wrestling together. Um, but the same is like with Dwayne Brandon and Hugh, they kind of know like let me mess. I can't say it that way. Let me be the heel with the children around. I do that too. I got a yeah. video that, that showed up yesterday. I was like, look at me making these kids cry by John Cena. <laughs> right. So like, what was the first show like when that y'all attended together? Brian has just done that at shows, by the way. He has <laughs> he has trolled children. That's why we call him Hollywood. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but you know what's funny? The parents <laughs> love that though. The parents they make it seem like you're making they this really show way better for their kids. They, you, you know the because Josh they don't gonna be win, there. but I wanted to make it fun. Yeah, bro. I've watched I've watched Brandon's go at kids like it's it was crazy. I was looking like, yo, he's really tan and this kid and he can't and this kid turned all the way up. I said, Oh yeah, he just made that kid's night. Nice. Like, I, I, I can argue yep. with this guy. Yep. I think it was over John Cena, but go ahead, go ahead and ask the question. I just want to put that out there that Brian yeah. that's his heel persona. That's why we call him <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. What was the first show we did? It was a pay per view, right? It was the one where we did the live podcast. Actually. Oh yeah, the live podcast. Oh, what was pay per view called? Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't fast lane. Hold on, I, I see. It's it's in our lives. So it we did was, a live. We did a live podcast. Um, it, one time. It, it was in. It was in Newark. 
um, and he, like he's bringing it up. But yeah, it made perfect sense for us to just not only attend the show together, but he came, mm-hmm. he came up with the idea. Let's do a live podcast. Um, yeah, we, we, we got a bar and we, we um yeah we, just interacted with the fans coming in to watch the show and you know it was back oh, no, no, it's not like that. Backlash. Yeah, it was backlash. backlash. It was backlash. Yeah. You know it's okay. funny. 2018, right? Yeah, yeah. That was the first one. That was the first one we attended. And yeah, Blue's very much that like, you know, troll heel type of guy <laughs> at a show. So it was cool. I mean, I'm 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 the reserve fan, I don't mess, I don't like to be obnoxious. So that was my thing. But we had I think we had a good time. You didn't annoy me like you typically do. Cool. Oh no, it was okay. It was cool. I, I, I try to be, you know, fun. Like I said, make it fun for the kids, you know, make it fun for myself. They're entertained to have fun. Yeah, you know, to be honest, I think that's the only show we attended together, actually. Now oh, that wow. I think about it. Hmm. Is it? I think so, yeah. I mean, I we've mean, been like, at the same show together. Yeah, multiple times, but actually, like, attending and, like, like sitting, sitting together. together and, because yeah, we also like, have, like, we have friends, you know, that we, we watch wrestling with for all these years. So we don't, like, we usually, like, sit with them and then we meet up, like, in the hallway and we text each other through the show and, like, you got that angle. Let me, let me send me that video so I can post it and, yeah. you know, things of that nature. Because Jenna likes to sit down. She got money. So she likes to sit by the ring, by the ramp. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm not there yet. I'll be up in the stands. Like, I'm up here. I see it. <laughs> Investments. A little, I'm giving a little, you know, secret out. You don't necessarily have to pay X amount of money to sit up front. You got to work the magic. We get get I learned it later right on. Now. I learned it yeah, after dark. I learned it later on. <laughs> Right. After dark, when the when the cameras go off, we need to get that free game because I like I like I like sitting close too. But exactly for the cheap. Oh, the other thing is you gotta buy tickets day of. Day of tickets be on point. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah basically. Yeah, pretty, look, look at these guys. Look at brother, brother Brandon. You got any say, belt can? You got any questions for uh for Jenna and Blue? You know, I have a question, but I don't want that gump below me to say he's going to ask a bell question because you know it's coming. <laughs> I mean, what else would I ask? Let's be well, honest. Well, too bad because I'm going to say it anyway. Go ahead and ask your question. Okay, I can <laughs> ask my question there. So, okay. So, I'm going to say Jenna and Blue because I don't want to say the other way around. Say the best for last. I, I get it. Go ahead. No, no, no I don't even like you. Right, remember that phrase? That phrase is going to come back and haunt you. You said save the best for last. And the brothers know why I'm saying that, but it's oh. going to come back and haunt you. <laughs> so, we talked about two belts prior to the show, the pre-realm, right? right. Well, I'm, I'm going to turn it around for you. What wrestler do you associate with? Are you ready for these two belts? Oh, jeez. I'd rather. Like some random belts. <laughs> No, it's not. It's not gonna be random. It's gonna. Be oh, about to say, let me get my googles together. Oh, the WCW w- Women's Title. <laughs> get my googles together. Right. The start. I was like, no. Oh, yeah. Uh, no. What two? What wrestler do you associate with? The NXT Women's Championship is one. Mm-hmm. That's that's simple for us. And the other is. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. That's what, but I'm, I, I was. It was a reason I said because I was wondering if you were gonna say version one, two, or three. But you said version one, so that tells me. I don't even know what two or three looks like. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't dabble with WWE like that. It looks better. 
Yeah. I mean, I've seen bits of it. I've seen it. I've seen it. One was pink, two was gold, and three has every color in the rainbow. Right. The living color version. Yeah, yeah, that's three. Yeah. So the second belt would be, since we said the NXT women's belt, the next one, should I just show it or should I just ask it? You're the, you know what you're going to do. You're right. Go ahead. You should have been prepared. You knew that right now. Like, should I just grab it? No, because I'm looking at it. I'm not going to say it. Let's reflect. Grab the belt, Brandon. Nope, I'm not. Brandon, grab I, the doctor. Okay. You know you want to. Just do it. Just do it. Do you, nope, I'm going to show me straight. Can I ask you, a question? Mr. Brandon, sir, do you participate in Title Tuesday? So championship culture is on every Tuesday. Okay. Um, that's so, yeah, that's my contribution. Okay. Uh, do things like I had been on like Members Monday on Championship Belt Club, but... I don't really like to take pictures with my belt because my executive producer is the only one that can capture my essence with the belt. <laughs> so I had a photo shoot, and that's where the first set of stuff came from. Because if you look at championship culture, the um, the covers, it was like a lot of me. And I don't like a lot of me on it because I want to show the belt. So. <laughs> it's a lot of me. <laughs> it was a lot of me. <laughs> it's like that I mean, Bill Cosby meme. You have such a fantastic display behind you. It's oh, like Jenna. That's, that's, 20, that's like 12% of it. Right. What? That is a corner. This is on YouTube? Hold on. Let me see this. That's a corner of the display of the wall of the room. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not exaggerating. I need I to see you. this. My kids you, you love got it on, Uncle, got it on, on, got it on YouTube. He, they love going to Uncle Brandon's house. We have been fighting with, yeah. with Brother Brandon and Brother to produce a like crib style, like mm-hmm. but he every time he says, I'm gonna do it, because in his mind, he's probably about to order three or four more belts. Sorry. But I just I, that's why it trust me, it's it's definitely coming. And we have I know he is did you even post he, images? You look so bashful about it. Like you Bro, know, look at all, all the bells. I want to see what, I want to see what the room looks like. Put it like this. Name a belt, and I almost guarantee you he got it. It's like a vending machine. Put A7 and see what belt just comes down. <laughs> that is phenomenal. That's yeah, I think you should I think you should display that. I'm just, you know. He's the guy. Yeah. I think you should display that. That's pretty awesome. No, I'm serious. Yeah. There's nothing. There's no. There's nowhere. I want to see the room. Name <laughs> a belt. I want to see the room. Wrong. Go ahead and name a belt. Let's see if I have it. That's gonna be my second question. Name a belt and see if I there have it. Here we go. The belt king questions. These are good. I like that. I've finally been waiting for you somebody to do this. You have the first ever WWWF World Heavyweight Title. Doing that, Andre Carey. Before Andre. There you go. You, you don't have every title. Me. Sorry. <laughs> that was easy. That yeah, was that was easy. easy. <laughs> that no, was, no. You no. have a WCW Cruiserweight title? I don't. I have a few Cruiserweight, but none of the WCW Cruiserweight titles. The way Brandon does not. Brandon does not like WCW because I was oh, sitting there. Okay. I, listen, I'm, 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 I'm gonna tell you what it was. I was sitting there for a week straight watching all WCW stuff, and I'm thinking about his run. I'm like, wait a minute. Outside of like United States, I said he does not have love. For any of those lightweight titles, like the cruiserweight championship, I don't think he has a uh, the former WWE championship version, like the the WWE first cruiserweight um, championship ring. But he's he said he was working. He said no, I'm in the process of it. And he doesn't have WCW um, version oh. two tag titles. And I was he like, got all them TNA belts though. Oh, he got plenty <laughs> and every of TNT title ever made. Every Ring of Honor, he got everything. <laughs> Listen, he. So it's 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 quite WCW is basically what I'm gathering. Well, yes. the problem was WCW. It was only a few things because every belt has a story. 
I don't have a lot of stories attached. That's the tagline. Good job, buddy. Yeah, he puts that over everything. Yeah, I'm very impressive. Look at, look that look at this producer being proud. Like, yes, he did it yeah. right. <laughs> he got the line. Because the US title to me was like my, that was my belt in WCW. That was the one. That was okay, the one beautiful. I always gra- I gravitated more to that than I have. Can you, can you give us a preview? This is impromptu you know championship culture injection, buddy. Which version do you want? Do you want the five plate? Damn, which 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 version do you want? This oh, is what you Look at this. Look at that. Or do you want see the that, three plate? Now see that now see this is this is the thing though. There's there was a five plate and a three plate. Now the three plate is Monday Night War era, but that version is like stunning Steve Austin era. I don't know what you would call that version of WCW. Brian, that was when you was watching. What do you, what did you call that era of WCW? That that awkward early mid nineties before the pre Hogan era. Oh, the, 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 in the red era. <laughs> Oh, finding my footing go. in the <laughs> ring when they were trying to figure itself out. Yeah. Ted Turner, see, I like I got this all the one. money. <laughs> they ain't canceling us. I don't know if you can see the side plates. Look how much different. This reminds you of the big gold texture because of the side plates. So that's yeah. it. Was just something about the U.S. But it always seemed like it just caught my eye. So yep, I need it. That, I need it now. I need it. That, that's part of the reason. But yeah, I had yeah, both versions of those because I felt like I had to have them, yeah, and I do yeah. have it. Go ahead. I, I, no, I, I want them to understand it. Do y'all hear his verbiage? This is how he talks. See what he says? And then he keeps secrets about other belts that he has that he he doesn't say anything. They just pop up randomly on shows. And he's like, Bro, what's that? Oh, I got this version. I got the 1993 version because I didn't like the etching on that version. But then I also got the 90. He'd be like, bro. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't, he have, doesn't when you said about the U.S. belts, under this shirt, I have two different versions <laughs> of that? those U.S. belts. I don't know if you can see them. Scratch the logo, yeah. network logo. Then he has New Japan, United, two versions of New Japan's United States Championship. This is what he does. And this the current just, United States up there. I see the throwback IC title, too. Yeah, okay, got all the IC titles lined up. Get behind me. It's the, the black, yellow attitude. My one that's signed by Jericho is getting framed, so I don't have that with me. Oh, uh, no. framed. No, of course. Yeah, of, of course, I'm getting number yeah. one Jericho Hallett. Yeah, he's right. Yeah. And then of course the classic white one. You have the you have the original tag team titles. That should have never shown me this. Like this is. See, look, look, let's see, look. <laughs> <laughs> but, you, but you see, you see how he oh, just. Oh, I have the original tag team titles. Forget Ian Dragunov. We about to just have a, a, a championship culture takeover again. <laughs> Listen, this is what he does. Look at that. Yes, I'm, this is this is what a tag beauties. team title should look like. Yeah, that's you. the one I want right there. But I like the dual plated version. I, 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 I don't it. play it. I think that's I next. Do not. I don't like. It's, I think it's, it's doing like too much. It. I don't I like. like, the, I like this on TV. I mean, on the uh, internet. But when I seen it in person, mm-hmm. like I saw Justice, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, this is amazing. I think the problem with me is I like how they look like on TV, but I don't like the replica versions of them for the, for the whatever. I, I don't know what that is with me, but I'm just. But I know Blaine hates this. This is SmackDown version. I hated that belt because I, I the, it, was, it was a cheap knockoff of yeah. my favorite championship. But look, uh, at least I got this one signed though. Yeah, that's Kurt Angle. Who's that? Who's that yeah, Kurt Angle. Who did he wear it with? I think Benoit. Yeah, I think it was Benoit. Yeah. So, so I had Kurt Angle sign it. Jenna, don't look like that. You like trying to? Because <laughs> I was trying. I was trying to remember who he held it with, like. Listen, that's the problem that we have. He pulls out these belts, he tells the story, and we're sitting there like, wait a minute, wait, wait, what year was this? <laughs> yeah, like all the yes. X Division titles no, or the Grand Slam lot, or the right? Legendary yes. or the you know, uh, whatever name TNA yeah. could come up with. What's you know, that, I'll have you know. Did I give it all my 
Everybody, everybody, has a story. everybody <laughs> she knows what time she it gets is. it. She gets know. it because no. has a story. <sighs> but I do, I do have all the TNT ones. It's fun I'm, to I'll send, watch, I'm always nervous that they're gonna change a strap or something. On. They're probably they're probably going to. It's, 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 it's fun to send Brother Brandon down his rabbit holes. He, um, Brother Brandon recently just got his latest episode of Championship Culture, he just got the trios title from AD. Oh, you saw that. Oh, I did. <laughs> See, I didn't this, think is, this is this is what I'm saying. He never says anything. He didn't make it on. Now he's saying, "Look what I got." Backing, Look, he's got the blue mm, backing. Back nice. Back uh, it's, it's because he is plugged in with belt makers. Like I said, he designs all our belts, and and he he is like this is his world, and we just let him live in it, and we just let him live it on our platform, <laughs> That's and, awesome. and we benefit it because it's probably one of the highest viewed shows on, on our platform. But look, I don't, <laughs> saw, I don't know if you saw it on Championship Cross. Look at that leather. Look at that. Look at that leather. Yeah. That's wow. That's butter. Like Hustle Man said, nah, this is you, butter. Are you getting the uh, scissor titles? No, I, I, I don't have I don't have five thousand dollars for that. I'm pretty sure you can what? get it. What? AEW has not made replicas of those championships. They just nope. they keep they keep like trying to give you the actual versions of the championships. I can't yep. afford that's that. five thousand dollars later. I'll be okay with my um intergalactic championship. How much how much would you say your collection is worth? You said to what? Yo, you don't want to say that on TV. You don't yeah. want to say that put, on YouTube. Put your, <laughs> put your, put your personal business in the street. I want. I was waiting for the say it. Like yes. My fault. You got it. No, did, I didn't hear the last part. She said, "How close is the first collection of what?" No, I said, "How much?" I said, "How much do you think this collection is worth?" But if you don't want to say the amount, people watching, you know, people grinding, so, I get it. <laughs> well, I'm gonna tell you this, and I'll, I'll share this because I share with people. You know how when you get homeowners or renters insurance. I had to have at least fifty thousand dollars worth of insurance because of this and my comic books. Can oh, nice. your belts build a house? <laughs> Don't answer that. What's the next <laughs> hey, I'm getting triggered. <laughs> I just I just got I'm out of I, I skipped the belt war a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, but all I would say is I had to have, and that was a year ago, so it might have to go up more because. I got a couple more signatures added on the stuff, you know, mm-hmm. stuff go up because certain comic books I have have now increased it more. So between that, I'm on a signature quest. As contrary to populace, I'm actually trying to keep it to a certain number. So I've been Lies. in the 140 for a while. Lies. He's not. Yeah, he, I've been in the 140 for a while. I've, I've been very good. I've been... No, no. Correction. I'm sorry. He's not lying. He he tries and he and he fails tremendously. But I will say this: and then we I benefit. I don't mind it because we, been, we also benefit tremendously from it. When he decides I'm done, I I don't need a belt. These belts need new homes. I remind him yep. over and over again: I have a home. <laughs> I have a home. I have a home. Yo, that was so a get... real conversation. I said this belt needs a new home. He said, "Who's oh, who's up for a belt?" That's all. <laughs> <laughs> And if you're not, it, it depends. It. Who, whoever sees the message first. Yeah, that's right. I use that's that's how it is. It's like a bet was like, "Hey, so are, are you that's going amazing. after? You not getting it? No." And, and then now I I what I have to stop doing is Brandon goes, "Oh, okay, we'll just have a giveaway." I say, "Give it away? No, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it." If you're trying to give one away for free, I'll. Um, <laughs> Jen is trying to be down. If you want, it's no problem. Which state are you in? I'm in New York. She's in New York. See, I'll also okay. babysit as well. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll babysit if you need me to. Well, my, my intergalactic belt had a home for about two months because 
I had two of the wrestling room tag belts, but that's that's another story for another time because that was actually see that shiny belt behind Dwayne. Look look how nice that belt is. Uh-huh. It's set in my background, like right here. If you go back and watch any of the wrestling room shows for the last two months, you'll see I had that belt, and I took very good care of that belt. We went to Monday Night Raw. It no, wound up in Gotham no. City with Batman. He Triple H revealed it. He it was a lot of fun. He went to Virginia Beach too. My belt yeah, went to Virginia Beach. We had a lot of fun with that belt. It, it, it was troll. I'm gonna tell you how bad it was, and I'm gonna show you how bad it was. It was so bad that when I finally got my championship in my possession, it's because when I didn't come get it at the time that he wanted me to come get it, my belt traveled the world. I didn't. I didn't go to Monday Night Raw in Baltimore. But the championship did. He didn't take his belt. He took mine. So 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 when I finally got it back, this is what happened. We had to make an announcement. You see that? <laughs> that is me on my way to work. I met him in the parking lot like it was like it was a freaking deal going down. And I got my championship belt back and I drove off. This is how serious that situation was. So I wanted you to see this. I want you both to see. But this we're not making a story up. That is literally me driving off, sticking my championship through the belt roof in victory. So I don't want. I, I told got you. it in Austin. I, I, exactly. <laughs> exactly how I felt. Like. Yeah. So I, I just want to make sure that you guys know we're not making this stuff up, and I, we told you it was going to be shenanigans tonight. But speaking of shenanigans, we got a little bit of time left. It's time to let the people see exactly who the mixed tag show really is. You just yes, going to ignore the fact Brian was putting belts on his shoulder. We ain't going to pay attention to that. No, right. Yeah. Was, I wasn't. Paying, I wasn't going to say. He was the whole time. He, he said he was the getting itchy. <laughs> But um, there's been a, there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of things that have happened in professional wrestling, and we want to give you guys both an so, opportunity. So hold up, hold up, y- y'all just gonna skip over me? Oh my fault, brother. You're <laughs> that's disrespectful. Disrespect. You you know, Hugh, you had a, a first round buy. Oh, oh okay, yeah, that's right. See, that's that, true. There you go. See, that's, that's what I'm saying. It was it was a respect. You know, go ahead, brother I mean, Hugh. Um, just saying. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, I was you know, Birdline. But go ahead, brother. You ask your question before we uh. Let them get into what. All right, so we have a we have a beautiful young lady who's joining the WWE. How would you book Miss Jade Cargill? Either one of them. I'm not going to be. Oh man, that's fire! Hold on, hit the air horn. That was too smooth, bro. Hey, hey, I'm not joining WWE. I'm not joining WWE. Nah, um, you, you, what was the question you asked? It how? How would you how would you book or how would you uh, debut Jay Cargill? So I'm I I well you can't you can't book her on NXT right because this they made such a big deal about this so she definitely has to be on the main roster. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she should. Come on to um she should be date she should debut kind of similar to how she was on AEW, just like this dominant force. You know, no one could beat her at AEW. Mm-hmm. Obviously the last couple matches, but besides that, you know, her whole run, no one could touch her. So I think that should translate into WWE. That's how I would put it honestly. Mm. Because it's just like if she if she comes in, first of all, you made a big thing about her. You like ESPN reported it, Bleacher Report, every media source, you know, has mentioned this and hyped this up, and and her coming to to the performance center and training and all these different mm-hmm. things. There's the only way that you can debut her is just being dominant and continuing her winning ways. 
because if, so what, if, if, if she loses her first couple matches and it's like that whole right, mystique, right. that aura i think is 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 over with. Hmm. so which brand better suits her hmm. <sighs> the hard-hitting questions uh and i, said, I would I said, think Honestly, I was. Oh, uh, I thought I was still talking, but oh my bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you do with the show? What do you have to do? You said you started. Go ahead, finish your thought. Nah, it's fine. I got my old thought. It's all right. Go ahead. Wait, I think. I'm glad they're. You know, like you know how when, you know when how SmackDown, what was it a couple of years ago came to Fox and they made it this whole spectacle and. Was supposed mm-hmm. to be now the new flagship show and what have you. Now right. you know. Fast forward to twenty twenty three. I don't get that vibe from either show. So I, to mm-hmm. be perfectly honest, I can't really tell you what show she should debut on. I don't like there. Like in the women's division, you know, yeah, you have a still quite a few pretty good women wrestlers, but no one's really like currently. For me, at least, that excitement in the women's division uh, oh. isn't really there. So I don't really okay. know, unless like if Bianca comes back and she's done, they, she's done with her her hiatus. You know that could be something, but I wouldn't want to throw them in, you know, into something too quickly. So, what's considered the flagship show? Whatever's the flagship show, <laughs> I think that's where Jade should probably debut at. So I guess it would be SmackDown. Whatever TV money. network is paying the most money, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in my case, I think oh, that. And I also feel no. Okay, I'm sorry. Nah, you get you done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also feel like uh, this doesn't happen very often. So mark it on your calendar. I agree that they should continue building her <laughs> as a continuous from her dominance over from AEW. Uh, I do feel like they should put her on Raw. Because, like you said, um, they made a big spectacle about her coming in and things like that. But at least on Raw, you can still kind of uh, not hide her, but give her some time to develop some more and get accustomed to your new style because this is a different style from where she came from. Um, and just let her, since you didn't bring it through NXT, you have to do it on a show that, you know, I'm, I'm guessing that SmackDown still does better than Raw. I don't know. Um, but definitely, I feel like Raw probably have more veterans just be able to help her hands on and um, get accustomed to the new like style that she's going to be doing. So I would say put her on Raw. You know, the only thing about if you put her on Raw, then Raquel can't flex her back. No, it's not going to make a difference. Because Raquel is flexing over to SmackDown on Fox. She can't do this because at. her back does not look better than Jay Cargill's. No, she move it. Better move it to SmackDown. I think, I think she likes Fox anyway. I think that's why. Yeah, I but I'm real. just. But you, Blue, you just said there's more veterans on Raw. I know you don't. You haven't been watching, but it's like, is that really the, really the case? <laughs> I just think, I think like the women's division, and it's been a while mm-hmm. that it's is in such limbo, right? Yeah, I but not just the women though. I'm thinking like I'm thinking in terms of like being around Seth, being around Becky, being around. Uh, I'm, I'm outside of the women. I get it. Okay. Yeah, you know, just the experience, yeah, hands-on experience. I don't know who's I don't know who's running this right now. Right now, homeboy's been on hiatus for like two months now. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I'm just kind of confused. I mean, Cena, like Cena's been there consistently, but 
Messina, he can help her with the acting, kind of, maybe. I mean, you know, the <laughs> thing is, like, with Jade, I mean, if you put her... The, the women's division, I think, honestly, it, it's like, we look at NXT as the uh, developmental brand, which it is, but... Is it? I've been getting mixed reviews from... from no, it's, it's, it's always going to be... It's just that they're developing differently now, mixing it with the vets. And I think, like, honestly, that would probably be best, but you... With all this investment, you can't just have her there. You got to right. have her, like, doing some appearances on Raw. You got Bobby Lashley saying, look, come on, join us. She said, like, before showing she done with groups. But, I mean, it would be kind of cool. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's a veteran right there. He could teach her how to – and he can relate, you know. Bobby Lashley managing Jay Cargill. Oh, boy. Just, just her being around him, you know, kind of like right. what he's doing with the Get project. that rub. Yeah, because yeah. and again, a lot of this stuff isn't so much on camera, but it's like traveling together. You Pick know, up the knowledge. Get, yeah, that knowledge. She's being working around Montez, which means Bianca's nearby, even if right. not on camera. But you know, they can relate. They all parents and stuff, so they can that life balance because she's going into a different world in the WWE. AEW, what they work like twice a week. Now she's gonna have to like very bounce differently. So. Yeah, yep. That can work, and and you know, again, like the network deals, you got Fox, you got USA, so that's going to be interesting. Um, I personally don't want to see her coming in doing a lot of squash matches, but I do understand, like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to see her have an Oscar or even Shayna reign from NXT. Like, to me, those are just too long because then after a while, once they start losing, they got to keep losing, and then it's just kind of hard to bounce back. I, you know, so uh, I don't think so. That's a whole different conversation. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, nah, it's just like <laughs> it's getting, that's all. getting good. No, nah, I just don't think like I just, I, w- I don't want to see her lose her first match. No, no, I'm saying I, like in terms of like the rim that Oscar and uh Shayna had. I don't think. Oh yeah, was... because you went to two different regimes. Like yeah. you went from a the your your DX guys and then transitioned to I'm going to you Vince. know yeah. So <laughs> we don't say his name here because every say the line, Dwayne. He whose name should not be mentioned because every time we mention his name, we have technical difficulties. Yeah, it's, it's been the thing for like what, six months now. Every time we say his name, something starts glitching. So no, yeah. goes out, the cameras glitch. So we ever say, since he quit, yeah, Illuminati. Exactly, exactly. That's, that's pretty much what we pretty much we allude to. That's why we say he whose name should not be mentioned because every time we mention his name, we have technical difficulties. So that's messed yeah, up. That's our, it messed up our whole Dexter Loomis investigation, bro. They, right. they, and then they stole the idea. It's petty. Yep. <laughs> But uh, no, I, th- I think I think those are. Can can I jump in to answer the question too? This is too good. I, like, I absolutely. Look, 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 hold on. But, uh, Let's do this. Go ahead. There we go. We're the good now. Rung. <laughs> uh, because it, it, first of all, thank you, brother. That was an excellent transition because that's what we're going to talk about anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I didn't You're quite welcome. That's that's what I, I do. He, he does though. This is why we had. This is why he's brother. He works hard. He he sits back and he's quiet, but he's calculated and he's working. And he ain't he's quiet. Don't let him fool you. He oh, is that, That's because they have to work with each other all like five days a week, <laughs> and this is seven days a, a week. They have a like, <laughs> six times on Tuesday. <laughs> they get they get tired of each other. But one of the things that um we don't want to hit you guys over the head too much because you know you got You got to have your debut show. Uh, one of the things I want to see with Jade particularly is because she has such a unique look, mm-hmm. uh, such a magnificent, uh, magnificent, magnificent, I said it like twice wrong, magnificent physique. They're, I want them to do something creative to kind of build around the aura and character of Jade Cargill, right? Uh, one of the things I feel like AW, I don't want to say dropped the ball, but just didn't go into extensive was 
they, there was a mystique bot. When I first saw her, I said, okay, who the heck is this This Amazon, right? Just, just this brick house of a woman that, you know, that you could tell they were kind of hiding her in-ring experience, but it, it they did it enough to where it worked. Like, if it worked for Goldberg it, in Ultimate War, it could work for anybody. Right. <laughs> and, and I think I think they successfully navigated around what she could and couldn't do in the ring to the point where she became a household name. She became a legit star. And she was one of the few homegrown stars from AEW, especially coming from the women's division. So I'm like, okay, I, I saw, I've seen that side of her already. What can you add to the Jade Cardgill uh, character? Like, who is she? Like, the, she has a very mis mysterious look to her. So it's like, I, I, I would like to see something creative around that. So uh, it's kind of like what Triple H is doing now around his former NXT characters that are now in the main roster that he kind of is in control of. So like, you look at a guy like Shinsuke. Yeah, you know, we call it the Triple H dust, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with Shinsuke Nakamura, he makes so much sense now as, as, a, as, as a character is because Triple H has kind of shown like, oh, this is why Shinsuke is who he is. This is why he thinks the way he thinks. This is how he trains. This is how he moves. He's calculated. He's menacing. He's like this Japanese villain. And I was like, oh, okay, he makes so much more sense now when he does what he does instead of just letting him come out there and do what he does and putting on a showcase like... Um, like old like like old Vinny had him do before, and it's like okay, I want to see that same flavor, you know, with someone like a Jay Cargo that they're making such a huge deal about. So I just want to put my two cents in when it comes to that. But, uh, Can I have my one cents? Yeah, go ahead. Three. I'm gonna throw. Cents. I'm gonna throw a curveball, of course. This is what he does. I do. I should because he, it's all this discussion about where to put it, right? We always have our minds made up, and here comes Brother Brandon. He always do this, And now he's going to have a second guess in what our original plans was. Go ahead, Brother Brandon. Just go ahead and do it. because it's all the talk about where does she land. She lands nowhere. She's on all three brands, and you get her there on one of two ways. Free agent, because she's the biggest signing. Let her float between all three shows. Sprinkle some dust in each show until you figure out where where's the best ratings going to be for her. One, or... Do the exact opposite of what everybody think. I will put her and Bianca together and let them be a two-woman power trip with damage control tried to do what Bailey and um, Sasha was doing during the pandemic. But on this level, having two stars sharing that spotlight to the fact that what are you going to do with those two women that are bona fide stars, whether you give them the tag straps or not, they could elevate those belts to the level that they could be more important than your world champion. See, now I was getting ready to say prior when we was talking about Bobby and the Street Profits and then, you know, mentioning in regards to, you know, Brian, I think you said that in regards to Bianca would be there obviously on the road. And instead of just being there on the road, I would like, that's a faction. Put them together. Mm -hmm. That what you just mentioned, the two women power trip um, mm -hmm. duo. I, I think that's a, that's a dope idea. In that space, right? Look what Bianca did at WrestleMania. Look what she has a little girl. She wants to be influential to him. Why not? It's, you can be powerful and still be positive. Mm -hmm. You know, I can see a situation where, like, you know, it has to make sense, though, because, I, again, I haven't been watching Raw or SmackDown religiously, so I don't know how often there's women matches but you know it has to be a thing where you just never know when she's going to show up because if it's a thing where it's just one women's match on each show then you know chances are she's going to interrupt and do her thing so I, like it's just keep you guessing type thing with her that i would i would appreciate 
in that sense and just dominate wherever she goes. So I do like Mr. Brandon. I like that. I love, I love that idea. See, yeah. I told you I was I was content thinking what I was thinking. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Blue. That's it. I was just agreeing with with, with um what Brandon was saying. See that he did it to you too. Then see there it is. <laughs> that's what I like. I was I was I was I was fine where I was, and then I'm like, oh shoot, that's actually a pretty good idea. I didn't think about that, but it now it makes sense because I'm like, well, that way uh you, you can you can hide some of her limitations, and she can also learn on the job without having to be, you know what I mean. Right. Having to, to lose a match or have to go to a program where she doesn't come out on top, it's like, oh, you probably could buy yourself a little bit more time. So you know who learned a lot from the sidelines? Big Daddy Cool Diesel. Yeah, yep. learned from yeah. two of the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just 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 being with and, and and they really weren't associated with each other outside of you know. I mean, uh, of course, Diesel mm-hmm. and Sean was, but you know. But uh, is that what Trish did too? Learn from the sidelines? Yes. Yeah, a lot. Um, but she was wrestling all. On a downtime, she was there as the style transition too, because okay. she was wrestling the the cat fight style, but mm-hmm. then she did transition into the wrestling style. Right, but then okay. when she was working with Triple H, you think he didn't, he wasn't sprinkling that dust when they was working with? Oh, he was sprinkling was... that dust style. You remember that picture? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it, it let's say it's, it almost seems like we have a trade in professional wrestling, like we haven't had this in such a long time. But uh, just as uh, Jay Cargill was leaving AEW, it seems that Adam Copeland has uh, officially left WWE and made On his way day. to AEW. Uh, Give it to me. So, so Jenna, <laughs> Jenna and Blue, have you, have you guys been uh, keeping up? With AEW, are you guys fans of it? I don't think we've had the conversation uh, too in depth about uh, last time we were show. We didn't talk too much about AEW, but uh, w- what are your feelings on AEW, uh, the state of uh, the company that it's in right now? Your two cents, as well as um, them adding, losing young talent and gaining veteran talent in an, in Edge. I'm gonna call him Edge. Like, you can call him Adam. You can call him Adam. I don't call him Edge. First of all, they got too many Adams. It's I need to figure it out. Right, you gotta you might as well create a faction called the Adams. You got the, <laughs> the Adams, the Adams family. The Tony Adams. Right, the Adams Somebody family. Somebody had a picture of them holding the trios belt. Did you see that picture making his round? No. It was Adam. All three of them had the trios belts. Tony, buy the trademark. You know you can afford it. Adam's family. Just don't do right. two. Just don't do with two A's. It's Halloween time. Do it real quick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the emos. They all have emo look. Oh no, we they talk about emos because you got Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. Yeah, that's what I got. <laughs> <laughs> um, you want to go first, Jenna? You want me to go first? Um, my thoughts with AEW. I just. I'm, I I like we've had me and Blue have had these conversations multiple times on our show. I respect it the fact that there's another promotion and it gives wrestlers another um, platform to to not only make money but to perform on TV. So I think that's that's a, a plus. But mm-hmm. AEW is always going to be to me just WCW Part Two. It's looking like it. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's more, got WCW I, vibes. I've been saying this for years. Like, and Blue doesn't want to hear me on this, but it's like I've been saying this for years. Like, okay, so you sign all the people that that 
left WWE and signed all this talent and and then it doesn't go anywhere. Like everyone has so much, you know, high hopes of what they were gonna do there. It's just it just gives me WCW vibes. But listen, with in regards to Adam, that's mad weird saying that, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> that man's Ooh. been with with WWE since what 1997. Yes, that's years. all. That's all. He, that's all he's known, right? So yeah, yeah someone. You, and if you're not being utilized, like that man returned, they didn't give him a title. I didn't let him. To, I don't know what was the the plan with Judgment Day. I mean, listen, I love what they wound up cultivating with with Finn and Rhea and, and Damian and, and um, Dominic. I love what they're doing, but I felt like Edge's run as the leader of the Judgment Day was was short and and misguided. So I, I don't know if that was on purpose that it was supposed to be given to Finn. No, he or- said that it's because of the injuries to Cole, um, Cody and was it Seth that they had to expedite the, the split up. AJ, I thought. No, yeah. Cody wasn't. Cody wasn't. He wasn't yeah, he was. at the time when they, right? He was. He was. Yeah, because yeah, they created the Judgment Day at WrestleMania 38. Okay. Well, right after WrestleMania 38. And, and when he, he got hurt, it was him and somebody else that got hurt and they needed Edge to fill in the role. Okay, so, was, yeah. so needless to say, it goes back to what I was saying, that he wasn't, I we didn't get to see the full potential of him as a leader. I mean, again, they're, they're doing great. So, but I just would have loved to see what he could have done. I would have loved during the couple of years that he's been back to win a title. It, it, so yeah, at, at one point or another, you have to move on and see what else is what else is out there for right. you. If you look, what Christian is doing is is, is phenomenal, right? A- that, absolutely, that gimmick is <laughs> that gimmick is awesome. So, you know, sometimes you just you have to, you know, have a change of scenery and see where where that goes. So I'm I'm for it. I know a lot of people now shitting on him because oh now it's AEW, but. Again, same, same thing with Jay. <laughs> I don't know why. Let me, let me, let me. Uh, here's oh, the blue guy. Oh, I didn't go yet. Um, I've always been so again, I fell back from WWE a while ago between the women's situation and Big E situation. But it's also one of the things where me and Jenna will say this on the show. I'm more of an in ring person, I'm not big on promo. I don't need you in every show. With promo. I, like, I like the in ring ability. Um, even before came out, I was getting into New Japan, getting into Ring of Honor, going to the Bullet Club. I think the Bullet Club tattoo. That was my first wrestling tattoo. So that's tough. I went to the first All In. So it was I, that was that was my audience. You know what I mean? So yeah. Um, AEW, what it is, I don't really see it as a. I could see why people compare it to WCW, because that's the only company that ever got close to WWE in in reality, right? Um, on the state side, they're still young. I know it's five years. It's, to people, it's like it's not young. Da, da, da. It's young. It's still young. Like, and at the same time, they made plenty of mistakes where you just look like, what are, what are you doing? For one of them is the women's division. The women's division is just lacking, and it's, it's it's sad because they have so much potential there. Okay, but when I'm not to cut you off, but it's like, but you did. Well, I'm gonna cut you off anyway. Black so. and tender but, love and care. This is what they do. <laughs> <laughs> But you is make I feel like that's making excuses. It, I'm not making excuses. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying you to a certain extent. But again, if you're saying okay, yes, it's a young company, 
or listen to like when you listen to the like the media scrums and listen to Tony Tony Khan when when they ask when people ask him about women's wrestling and he gives bullshit answers. No, no, that's, that's what I'm saying. The the whole thing of I'm just saying. When is it? I'm just saying that it's still a young company in terms of like they're gonna make mistakes and they still gotta figure out their flow in a sense, right? Either way, getting there, they're making a lot of mistakes, including the women division. It sucks. He doesn't care about the women division, it seems like from what they're booking it. It needs to be a whole lot better. They need more than one matches per night, they need more than one segment per night. They have five hours of TV. There should be more women on TV. There's no reason why Athena is chilling in Ring of Honor, killing it in Ring of Honor, and she's not on your main product when she's bringing you eyes at one place and it's working on one side. I'm not giving them an excuse. I'm just she saying they still got time. Huh? Like they still got time to develop. They're gonna make mistakes. That's not an excuse. They are, but at the same making, time, making, making excuses is like, oh, okay, well, this camera wasn't on or. No, I'm saying it's not. A, it's not an excuse. It's not an excuse for the the, the women's division being this poor. I'm just saying that this. No, but I'm saying when I say they're still a young company, when I say when I say they're still a young company is in the in the sense of comparing it to WCW, not the mistakes that they're making. They're gonna like that's why I say it's still a young company. That for them to be compared to WCW, they're still a young company. They're gonna have to find their identity. I can understand what is a comparison. It's not to say that the mistakes that they're making is because they're young. It's dumb mistakes. It's your women's division. You should have somebody that's in charge of it. I'm not saying that this has the correlation with him being a young company. The young company is just a comparison to WCW. But as a product in general, they they suck <laughs> at the women's division. It needs to be a whole lot better. <laughs> but is it, again, going, this, this is just playing devil's advocate. Is it making mistakes or is it because at the end of the day, the same minds that been in wrestling for decades and decades just crossed over to AEW. They left WWE, WWE and Impact or wherever else and then just went to AEW. It's the same mind. So again, it's not all the same minds. For the most part, it's the same minds, right? Because so, honestly, he takes the he takes the records from the younger people. He may have the Tony Schiavone's and Jim Ross there for name recognition. Is, he have- takes he takes the ideas from Daniel Bryan Danson. He takes the ideas from Omega. He takes the ideas. Is these are minds that have been wrestling for decades. And again, it, I don't think there's an excuse in that sense. If these no, are I'm not giving them an excuse. I'm saying they're wrong. I never said there was an excuse for it. I never said there was an excuse for it. I said they're wrong. I don't. I'm, they're wrong. How much I'm like I said, they're wrong. Got me, got me frustrated already. In the show, I bro. Sorry. I feel like we got a free show. We just got right. Like, right. Yeah, I'm frustrated. But no, so I feel like they can fix the women's division. Um, they need to do better with that. Uh, I can see they have a lot of potential in their house that they need to pay attention to. They have to handle their media better. Um, honestly, Tony Khan can't do everything. He needs to have people in place to act on his behalf. He can't write, and he can't just produce a show. He can't be he the owner. There's too many no hats writers. for him. There's no. There's too many hats for him at the end of the day. So, um, but yeah. as a product, I like it. I, I'm there for the wrestling. I'm there for, you know, I enjoy what I can, what they give, they put in front of us. In terms of, you know, Edge, uh, it's a dope signing. Let's be honest. It's dope to see Edge and Christian back in the ring. I was, you know, the way they kicked it off, this weekend, do us for a loophole because we thought automatically that they would align them together. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, um, and just to see them now, they start off as a feud. 
uh, it's very interesting. Like tonight's epi- like tonight's segment was brilliant. Christian told Ed to go f himself. Right, like my man had the tears in his eyes. Like, yeah, I got my brother back, and it turned around and said, "Go f yourself." Like, what? <laughs> like, like it's, it's masterful, and and honestly, uh, with um, MJF taking a step back from the main event picture, it's a good space that Christian is stepping into. So it's going to be interesting. With MJF taking a step back from the main event picture, it'd be good with with Christian taking a step into it. That'd be, yeah, they need to switch belts. Wow. No, that that's not AEW true. title needs Christian and Edge. Excuse me, Adam Copeland. Now, <laughs> we can that's not true. Stuff all we want. Matchup. Huh? Like, what I'm saying? Like, what do you mean? Let, like, let, let them cook and let them show because that's the matchup that you can advertise better yeah. on TNT Tuesday night when basket or Thursday night when basketball about to come on. And you could say, you could sell that to Charles Barkley. He go like, what the hell is the MJF? You know, nah, he's not moving the needle. That's not the audience to move the media for. You're you're thinking of a WWE product. That's just not WWE. This is AEW. I'm thinking of trying to sell television. It's not even so much. It's not even so much about a WWE product. But if if everyone got excited based off the fact this man has been with WWE, right? I understand that. And now he's coming over where his with his old buddy. Yeah, it writes itself. Yeah, I understand that. I'm gonna be real with you, right? I know. I was a huge Edge fan. I I was a huge Edge fan. That last run in WWE pushed him down numbers. On is my favorite list because it just felt off. He returned like Like three thousand times. He returned three thousand times. I didn't (laughs) get excited the way I did. And I was like, all right. But when he showed up, and even though I knew it was coming, I'm sitting there like, all right, let's just go to bed. Come on, we're going to wait. Edge. We what did I do? I did something I haven't done in years. I called Brother Brandon. Bro, did you just see that? That was the most amazing thing. I can't believe it just happened. That is the feeling <laughs> no, I no, love. Tell me what you said. I know you got to go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, look, we go, look, we used to, like, we go old school. Heavy on the sleep part. That is the feeling that I love when I get in professional wrestling. And, and, and that's the thing. If I understand, like, it's a different product, but at the end of the day, when you're on television, you're not in the gyms, you're not trying to sell to the internet audience, you know? That's what WCW, when Goldberg kept getting hot, they had to put the belt on him. It matter how green he was, because then you could sell him to the children. You could sell the product. If you're taking off the person, the which only works, person, works, by the way, right, the only person to put you in the black, the greatest of all time. If you take the belt off of Hollywood Hogan, the greatest of all time, might I add again. <laughs> and you put it on Goldberg, who's green, and it still worked. There was a reason for that. Like Bird. the MJF stuff is cool, but the time has passed. That's what I'm saying. Like, so his, I guess Christian you're saying. Edge, and then note on real quick, real quick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish. Christian and, and, and Adam Copeland, <laughs> let them cook. I'm having a blast. Bring it back to bring it. Now you got him working with all these other people. Then you put your black champion that you got weight cooking in Swerve Strickland. Imagine him oh, beating him out. beating Adam Copeland is going to mean so much more. For the AEW title, then it would be an MJF. So, so you think you think Swerve is up next as far as the next black champion? He's the, he's gonna be the first and did probably the only. Calling it the media okay. scrum. Did he hug him? Ah, <laughs> god dang it, Brandon! You're right again. So here's the thing, right? 
I understand that Edge and Christian is an exciting thing. Like, I'm not gonna lie to you. That that's like I said, they main event on this past. And we week, haven't we gotten them in a one on one match in forever, too. Right. But here's the thing: you can't. We say this all the time with everybody else's storyline. You can't de- de- derail one storyline for another, right? And again. <laughs> He it just got w- there. It's been like three days. Like, <laughs> like we can we can circle this back. We can circle back around to this and put the title in there. Sir, like they're not gonna A-W- have their one on one right now. They're not. Star. As A-W- much as like- can derail anything if they don't text Tony Khan back or he's not playing his video game. <laughs> so, oh, but I'm saying like, they're gonna they can, me, they're gonna have time to circle wrinkle. back to it. Let me throw it another has- wrinkle in your um because I don't know if you heard what the way was saying. They don't have writers, but here's. the Here's the thing. I was excited for Edge, and then I instantly got depressed. You know why? Why? Because <laughs> no. the problem with AEW is no one can be by themselves. That man literally <laughs> came to the ring and automatically got a line with somebody. Let let somebody let's have a singles competition just just once. Everybody's name me, get name me three wrestlers that's by themselves. They gotta get oh, wait. time, man. They gotta. And get- you can't say Jamie Hater because she's gonna get friends in a week or two. Watch. So go ahead. Just, just, it's just. I wait. It's all about the TV time. They got. Yeah, everybody gets. On TV. They're faction driven. This is the same thing. Like their model is built from New Japan. They're faction driven. Everybody knows that. No, no. New Japan does factions when necessary for the story. He just do factions because it's it's Wednesday night dynamite. <laughs> he do That's why wrestling fans can't be bookers. That's huh? why you get Tony Khan. But as I said, no, he he he's trying to do everything. He can't do everything at the same time. He needed he, an internship. Look, look at Russell Dream. He took a lot of cocaine and was water away for six <laughs> wow. days to book that show because he booked a, a year's work for programming and once one sudden one Sunday. He used the WrestleMania font. You notice that too? Because it was the first Because he was uh, yeah, and, and I'm saying with that amount of talent, like was the MJF who was the set of Brian? Remember I said it uh, was the MJF that said we have the best talent in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Or he said we have the most packed talent roster. What did MJF actually said to Medium Scroll? Something to that. Yeah, something to that extent. Yeah, and I, I said, you know what? He's not wrong, but you know the problem? It's not being showcased. Mm-hmm. It's not. As I said, you got five hours. You need. You can't write everything yourself. And he's trying to do everything by himself, and it's not working. That's the only thing that's 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 it's hurting the brand of AEW. Is like you're trying to do everything, and you're not letting things develop. You're not letting things breathe, and because you're trying to do ten million things at one time. But no, you got to put everybody together because nobody nobody can be by themselves. So we got to figure out how to get people together. You have Hook and Orange Cassidy together. What sense did that make? And they didn't even get the tag belts. Hey man, these guys eat Doritos together. Cut them a break. <laughs> you instead, had instead of being you had your ROH world now. champion and your New Japan well not his but the New Japan strong champion defend both belts against your ROH pure champion order at AEW buying show. Yep, makes sense. They had to fit all this stuff into the TV time, man. Cut Tony a break, man. <laughs> I mean, okay, no, I feel like Wrestle Dream was more so of a tribute show, honestly, because they all try to fit their style of match to pay tribute. And that was one of the things they had to find a way to put Eddie Kickling on there to pay tribute. I'm not doubting that, but okay, let's put your let's put your big boy Booker pants on, right? What would have been a better tribute? What does New Japan do for special shows? They do two days, right? And they ain't got to be back to back. No, no, he's rushing these pay per views. I don't know why he's got so many pay per views and like so close together. I don't know where this came from. Like, like, Like all out, all in. 
Right. Like it's supposed to be it's supposed to be four shows a year. And now we're we've had at least like well, how many previews how many previews you had this year so far? Like probably like six or seven. He's on his WCW schedule, man. It's one right. month. There you go. <laughs> Sorry. And I want the best for AW because it, it has so much potential. It does. It could we could literally be saying, I don't even want to watch WWE. What's AEW doing? No. But we can't get to that part because we get frustrated with it because there's people that know that they can do better. And I'm telling you, what bothers me the most, nobody, uh, you know, nobody can ask me, who's a wrestler that's by themselves? Now that you think about it, I don't think there is one. Jamie Hayter is the only one. Who? No, she with best friends, right? Yeah, she's Jamie best Hader? Jamie Hayter's not with best friends. She's by herself. But I thought she's, she's, like, she's well, No, she's supposed to be with Britt Baker. Oh, with Britt yeah. Baker and them. Oh, oh, Tony Storm is by herself now. That's one. Edge, I, two. I, I like this. I like this. No, Edge is with Darby and Sting. Like, he Edge saved them. He's not with them. He Why saved not? them. He's not with them. Nah, that promo though tonight, that was that was uh, that was like a tearjerker. He right, he, might, he, not, he, he said it tonight. He's like, I just ran in because that was supposed to be our hero, and he attacked them. You he ain't with them. He was he's just helping. to be with FTR okay. next week so they can do a little triple tag match. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's coming. They had to show that footage. They couldn't. They should have Orange Cassidy lost the international title, and next week he went to Hook and said, you want to wrestle together? I said, you're killing me. And those guys sealed it with a, with a Dorito. So that's how you know. <laughs> that's a legally binding contract between two Keith Lee. And swerves split Swerve apart. Yeah. The next week he was with Dusty Rhodes. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. But think no. about Jericho literally disbanded the inner circle, and he had the next week he had who? How about exactly. Powerhouse Hobbs though? Jericho. He with Don Callis. Yeah, he Don yeah. Callis now. But remember, he split off. He had he didn't want the two other people by then. <laughs> he, he, he was with the FTW group with uh, Taz and them at first. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. yeah. And then he did the Marshall. He did a Q. No, Renee Marshall. Bouquet. That's who's by himself. Renee. No, oh, she's yeah, John Renee Moxley too. fanboy. Well, but that not that's not fair. I mean, that's her husband. But she's not in a group. She's an announcer. That doesn't <laughs> that's the point. She's an announcer. <laughs> That's the- <laughs> Bro, I can't with you guys right now. This is but think about it, there's nobody. Like, when you really send MJF not even by your own champion ain't by yourself. I just thought about it. I'm like, Damn. Eddie Kingston <laughs> basically got Santana and Ortiz, even though they hate each other right now. Nah, he's by himself. <laughs> That's a good one. He's by himself. He don't got no friends. Okay, for right. He's doing some promos because I guess he made up with Tony and they're gonna be friends for right now. But give him give him two months. We're gonna be like, oh, what happened to Santana? Oh, what happened to Ortiz? Oh, okay. Man, they quietly tell about themselves. That's another one. They no, they're gonna get quiet release, both of them. They said they 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 back together for the sake of the business, even though they still got personal problems. They, no, no, yeah, no. They, they're they not a tag team. They gotta cash those paychecks. Yeah, they're not a tag team. They um wasting their whole promo today. He's dolo. They about yeah, to but that's why I said for now, give him another week. He'll be with somebody else. I was looking at. I got Sunday night heat on. I was like Jeff Jarrett, but he not by himself. No, Jeff Jarrett was. He's got, never he's got by. the. He came he's in. Got, he's, got the left, he's got the old TNA and Ring of Honor guys that group together. They all like there's man. St- send Sting home so Darby can be by himself. No, he's Dar- gonna be with, Darby's gonna be with somebody else eventually. I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't. This is yo Griff Garrison is by himself. There we go. Oh, oh. bro. First of all, that's Griff. another problem. If we're talking about <laughs> problems, all these green boys and green gals wrestling on AEW television. No, who he uh, said was by himself. Griff Garrison. Griff Garrison. Griff Garrison. <laughs> okay, you got smacked. Warlow. I was about to say, where is Warlow? 
Yeah, he Warden came back himself. tonight. He had a perm. Oh, he so came back. What do you mean? Okay, what do you mean? that's what one. Do you mean? What do you mean? We got two perm. people that's by that 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 it, 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 uh, his hair was. We talking about white people perm because white people perm make their head curly. Black no, it's not curly. No, Miro by himself. There we go, Miro. His wife. Andrade. Is his wife is about to be with him. Stop Andr- it. That's Andr- why they Andrade had a group. Right. Didn't yeah. Andrade right had right seventeen now. groups. Whatever her name is. Definitely. Hot and flexible. That's her name. Indeed. So, but Andrade got 17 different groups. So pick which day of the week you want him to be with. Whatever, whatever Latino brothers and sisters he want to bring with him that week. And he then... works great by himself. Not, Except, not, 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 not on the microphone. Him, don't give him a mic. Yeah. I say he works great <laughs> by himself. Not on that microphone. Don't, don't give him a mic. Oh, man. Listen, um, we, we will be here all day <laughs> having this conversation. Um, I don't want to keep you all too long. We apologize. I told we 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 almost got through the whole show trying to behave ourselves and we just couldn't do it. I'm sorry. You guys are family, and uh, that's what family does. It is man. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, it's it's I I I had this is one one of the most fun shows we've done. We appreciate it's you guys being Thank on you. this show. I feel, like, I feel like we even got a yeah, we got like a preview impromptu show with a mixed tag show. Exactly um, good. Because it, it still was, got it. it. Yeah, trust me. You don't call it a comeback. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. As, as soon as I saw you get frustrated and, and, and he cut you off, I said, yes, they're about to do the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because if y'all came on here and misbehaved and all that, we'd have been highly disappointed. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, yeah. You guys behaved. Oh, I, just want, I just want to know from Hugh, are we booking them together or separately? Oh, we got to have them together. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, y'all got to make the championship culture run next. Yeah, you got to, you got you guys got to go on tour. This is you got you, this is the comeback tour. Yeah, like, comeback just just like the Jacksons did. Trust yeah. me, it's gonna work out. Maybe not for Michael and his brothers, Take but our media round. Yeah, so I'm one of y'all now. He was calm and collective, but if he books you, he's gonna be. I need a picture. No, send me a different one. Okay, then how does this graphic look? What's this? What's the topic? Where's the rundown? Did you send the rundown? Why don't they know what the rundown is? Put some pictures in the rundown. Make sure they know. Let me see your camera first. I'm like. Is my forehead shining? No, you're good. All right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but that's only one day. That's only what we gotta go talk about the rest of the days, the lead up. So prepare right. yourself. We, de- we definitely appreciate yeah, you guys. <laughs> we definitely appreciate you guys joining <laughs> us. It's been so much fun. Like I said, we wanted an opportunity to return the favor to you all. Congratulations. Welcome back. Thank you, you guys are going to do amazing. This is their contact information. If you want to tell the people where they can find you, whether it's the uh, the the mixed tag show information or it's your personal information, this is this is the time to do so. Let's see if we still got it. Hold on. All right, <laughs> you go ahead and follow us on the mixed tag show at on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and also TikTok. The mixed tag show underscore. You can follow us on our personal at Miss Genevieve or at. Oh, you want me to do Okay. Oh, you, that was your punch in. <laughs> Blue Magic Ride, spelled as it sounds. There you go. Ooh, still got it. And we'll be dropping our first episode on January. Sorry, not January. October 16th. Oh, wait. There Whoa. it is. That, that was the information right there. Hold on. So you said October 16th, right? Yep. Beautiful. <laughs> back to doing uh, live. Not yet, though. Okay. Oh, real quick too. Yeah. Shout out to Blue Man for for the whole Twitch game. Jump on Twitch. Shout out to Jenna. What? Why are we <laughs> well, because Blue, <laughs> the one who told me 
Yo, bro, you gotta get on Twitch. And uh, you know, especially I I was a huge fan of the uh show put put you open. Um so yeah. you know, yeah, a lot of wrestlers on there. That's actually where I first we, saw we had a lot of wrestlers <laughs> on there. I did my little, I did my I, little thing. But but I, I didn't remember Ryan. seeing you on the you did you, get you did the Amber get episode. Yeah, I had, I get him. Matter of fact, me and um Amber, uh, we did our little. I, said, I just said that, yeah. Well, I, because the first, like, I remember when he, um, you know, that's how I got, uh, J, I was on Jay Bougie's, uh, got on Jay Bougie's radar, seeing like his actual work and stuff. Like we had been introduced before, but I saw his work through the show, and I saw how the show structured. <laughs> So can we just go on record as saying that a member of Phi Beta Sigma fraternity said you always save the best for last, and he said it to a member of Iota Phi Theta Fraternity Incorporated. I'm just gonna say that. We're just gonna leave it at that. Only time it didn't matter. (laughs) You said it. it. So if you get to you that got kicked out of the organization, letters just understand that you said it. It's live. They took it to to the Greek. (laughs) Oh man. But uh, definitely. You know, I was holding that all night. I said, I, was, I see you. You was playing that in the chamber. He was waiting to the. I was waiting. Definitely was waiting to the end of the show. Follow us on all social media platforms at Russell Rum. Subscribe to our Patreon, Twitch, and YouTube at the Russell Rum. Ladies and gentlemen, they are back. Jenna Blue, thank you for joining us. Listen, stay. Thank on. you for having um, us. We're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna send it out and we're gonna close the stream. Stay on because we usually got run out the dark. We say a few things and we talk a little bit about stuff we probably can't say on the air. I can't um, go to bed, but all right. no, trust me, we're trust me. I promise you, we won't keep you. Or, you know, we won't at least for another hour. No, kids, man. Yeah, run out the dark coming exclusively to Patreon. Don't I'm worry, trying. don't forget everybody has a story. I'm trying to close. <laughs> <laughs> everybody, join us next week. Thank you to the Mixed Tag Show for joining us for this Wrestling Realm Now podcast party. We will catch you uh, next time um, on that. No, I'm just, I'm just gonna leave. I'm cutting it off. Bye. We out. Peace. <laughs> 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 we have a problem. Yes.